You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. I have a guest today that I've been so excited to have on the show because my struggles with dating and understanding whatever the fuck happens in the human, the man brain when it comes to dating made me stalk this person on Instagram to have him on the show. Luke Hawksworth from Dating Around on Netflix. How are you doing? Hi, Diana. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me and letting me sit with you for a little while. Ah, I love it when people use my podcast title as a reference. It makes me feel so validated. I can't be the first one. No, you're not. I actually had one of the guys from Mean Girls, um, Danny Francesi. Oh, wow. Yours was a nice little plug. It was at the beginning of the show. I appreciate it. Of course. So before we get into the episode, I always ask every every single one of my guests to share a lifestyle tip. So whether it's an app, an item, something that drastically improves your day-to-day life. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think, you know, at the very basic go exercise, exercise, exercise. I think doing it right in the morning when you wake up, that's one of the most important things to make you feel good throughout the day. Gives you confidence like you've already achieved something Uh and allows you to just like feel accomplished and move forward. I think I make a lot better decisions throughout the day when I exercise in the morning. Okay. So get more specific, like what's the workout, like where to go? What's something that's worked for you? I do classes. I mean, I, I go to like the Equinox here and I, you know, I figure they have like the free classes every morning, all that. So I normally do like a cycling class in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like those. And when you're around other people who are also training and exercising and working hard, then it, it kind of motivates you. Right. So, and so, so you do spinning. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I actually really enjoy it. So you're one of the guys who does spinning and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to own it, which is great. I love it. Oh, I didn't know there was like a stigma to that for guys, but I, <laughs> yeah, I love riding bicycles. No, it's so good. Like, you yeah. go to Soul Cycle in LA and it's, it's a bunch of ridezillas, like bitches. Oh, really? I've actually, I've never been to Soul Cycle before, but um, oh my yeah. Gosh. Don't go. So don't I can't go. imagine. <laughs> I don't plan on it. Unless you're still single, then you, you might want to go. I guess, yeah, I guess you could meet some people there. Yeah, but I, I'm not down for They're the ridezillas. Yeah, the no. ridezillas, they know the fuck out of me. But anyway, because <laughs> I, I don't work out, by the way. <laughs> You're kidding me. No, I just cannot. I've stalked your Instagram too. It's, it's, there's no way. No, there, there's way. Like as in, I go through phases. Sometimes I'll do like twice a week for half an hour. And then the last three weeks, it's been zero, nada, nothing. You must have the best diet ever or something. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't These die. are all compliments. You look great. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, I can't believe someone is giving me a compliment. Normally people swear at me and literally despise me on this show. <sighs> the joys <laughs> oh, of doing a podcast on a, a morning for me because I've been editing since 6 a.m., which is disgusting. But thank you. Mm. No, I don't work out. I think I, I used to be a professional dancer. So that's part of it. And then my family's just like, it sucks. My family's it's like genetics too. Yeah. yeah. But then when I get depressed and stressed, I, I melt and I literally look deathly. So it's not, it's not good. Ah, okay. Well, so like I get I happy you look fat. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've been there too. But really? you see how I'm giving you these compliments at the beginning of the show, just so you don't like tear me apart. How on, strategic right? of you. You know what? I appreciate a strategic bitch. That, that's what I'm like. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I appreciate the strategy. 
That said, um, I normally share a tip of the week myself, but I don't really have one. Oh my gosh, maybe I do. Hold on, let me think. I can't believe I haven't prepared. I never fucking prepared. This is stupid. So people know that I've been swearing by the passion planner. I use a paper planner. Do you use a paper planner? I bet you're one of these guys, Apple Watch, Google Calendar, all that shit. I Google Calendar. I don't have a planner. I, I yeah, My calendar is really what I go by. It's a no very girly thing to write. Um, so I have a, I used to use the passion planner, which is great. Um, it kind of helps you set your goals and then allocate like a time slot for every single one of your goals. And then recently I started using the freedom planner because it's basically the same thing, but it has spirals. So you can fold it in half. It's always with me. I decorate it. I put stickers. I'm so annoying. So look at you plugging this planner. No, yeah, I, I plug people, but that's not a paid thing. Like the tip of the week is all real life shit. You know what I mean? Cool. So you really, okay, so you really use it. That's that's neat. No, 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 I use it. Like I could even send you a photo right now. I use it. It's amazing. And it helps me with my anxiety, which I know everyone in LA is like, I have such bad anxiety, but like whatever. There really is something about writing things down. Um, yes. Especially I journal sometimes. I mean, I don't like keep my day to day. Um, in a planner, but I do journal maybe like a couple times a week, just really? so like so Does yeah, so I can like remember. Dear diary? Is it like a dear diary situation? <laughs> um, pretty much. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I hope no, no one's ever gonna read it, obviously. But um, yeah, just like to remember stories. I think that I have like or I come across stories, but it's all stuff that like I don't want people to know. I guess. Right. Um, I think I'm setting myself up right now for some, but um. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. If you I, write I it down, you're fucked at some point in your right. life. Yeah. yeah, maybe. But I appreciate that. I journal as well, but not like a dear diary situation, but I just write shit like ideas for questions and like what I liked or like I, I, I'm very much about writing shit down because I've come to realize that I love all the devices that we have at our disposal. It, it doesn't fucking work. Like unless the device does it for you, writing something in your device will not make you do it. I mean, at least like for our generation, writing stuff down is, is going to be the most efficient and like the best way to do things. As far as like the kids that are growing up right now, I'm sure like, I don't know how it's going to be for them. They're the most unproductive I motherfuckers. Totally I don't know what, how <laughs> they're going to cope with life. Honestly. Well, they keep getting smarter. So really? I think they keep getting dumber. Out. I think they keep getting dumber. Smarter, like intellectually, but dumber decisions, maybe. Their attention so, span. Yeah. They'll, they'll, you know, be getting really good grades and learning cool stuff, but they'll like die younger, maybe. I don't know if that's terrible. Yeah, but, they, but anyway. that's because they don't need to remember anything. Like I wasn't even allowed a fucking calculator at my math exam. Now right. people have iPads at school. How old are maybe. you, by the way? Can I ask? I'm 28. Oh my gosh. See, I thought you were older than me. I'm oh, sorry. so I'm Oh, no way. Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Yeah, and I don't That's drink water, sorry. so that, you know, I'm basically it's all downhill from here. <laughs> what do you drink? Um, coffee and rosé. Coffee and rosé. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have like a sparkling water once in a while, but it's a very rare situation. I, water makes me feel sick. It's not nice on the tummy. Yeah. I can, you're, they're like, oh, do you like sparkling or tap? And you're like, um, what's tap? Like, bring sparkling. <laughs> what's a tap? <laughs> you're, you're like, what is a fucking tap? <laughs> like, what's cooking? Postmates. Thank you. <laughs> oh, very fun to talk to you, by the way. So we, I want to talk about dating around. Such a good show. Actually, I lied. 
some parts I really enjoyed, some parts I really couldn't relate to. Cause like when I watch a show, I like to be able to relate, especially when it's reality TV. I could relate the most to your episode because I thought it was like a good representation of like millennial dating and all that stuff. First of all, what does a good looking, I guess, successful, I mean, you make it look like it in the show guy, what goes through your head? Like, I want to be on a reality show about dating because you had trouble dating. How, how does that work out? How did that happen? Well, I actually didn't seek this out at all. It was very, very random. Um, I was just, I did like a solo traveling trip last summer for about a month. And when I came back, it was like two days after. Um, and I guess I'll preface this with saying that like growing up, I did different sorts of acting, mostly commercial work and um, random stuff here and there. And so I've always wanted to be in front of a camera and still do actually want to continue with some sort of acting career. Right. But after the trip, I got back, it was like two days after I returned and a friend of mine who's in casting, she reached out to me. Uh, well, actually, she tagged me in a Facebook post with one of, uh, from one of her friends in New York who was looking for somebody to go on dates with five different women. It'll be filmed. It'll be paid this, this amount. Um, everything mm-hmm. will be taken care of. And she tagged me in this. I just laughed it off. I was like, you know, this, this is bullshit. Like I, it didn't say what the network was or anything. So right. I didn't take it seriously. And then she messaged me. She's like, Hey, you should actually look into this. Um, I sent my friend your profile and he thinks that you'd be great for it. Someone was supposed to, there was another guy who was supposed to do it, but he dropped out with like three weeks left uh, before filming. Right. So they had to find someone really quickly. So, you know, I was like rushed into interviews. And at the, at that point, I still wasn't trying to be on. I didn't know if I was going to be on the show. But so and, on the show, um, they make it look like, oh, you're such a good catch and you haven't been able to find someone. It's hard for you to find the right person. Like, is that the truth then? Well, or was it just like the storyline the storyline that they built around you? Well, I think there's a little bit of truth to that. I mean, say that, uh, you know, I am looking to date and find somebody and actually be with somebody, but I don't think I would go on a dating show to do that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but there's a little bit of truth to that too. And I think that they wanted me to be as genuine as possible and actually take it seriously and and try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and go on these dates and have a good time and actually see if there would be a connection because you never know. You never and, know. Um, you could have met someone on the show and like it could have happened. It could have. It really could have. I actually thought it was going to happen with Victoria, to be like completely honest. Um, you thought you were going to what? I thought it was going to happen. I thought Victoria was a catch. You mean the actually. blonde one? The blonde one that I ended up picking. Like The mass hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great. Yeah. First of all, before we get into like what happened with this girl, with every other girl, hilarious, by the way, some of them, I was like, what the fuck? So you live in New York, right? Yes, that's right. It's basically, a, it's a huge city, a ton of people, a ton of attractive women, a ton of smart women as well, because you have to be able to be somewhat successful to be living and working in New York. You know what I mean? What would you say is the number one issue? Like, why have you not found someone yet? And I'm not saying there's something wrong with you or something wrong with the people out there, but I just want the women our age, the, the millennial women, to be able to have a takeaway from this. Like, what do you think is the thing that is making it harder for you to find someone or that has made it harder for you to find someone? Yeah, I mean, the honest answer is that because I'm, I don't think that I'm in the place or actually... I wasn't in the place to where I thought I could bring someone into my life. Like I have a vision for what my future looks like. And I, mm-hmm. I want to meet somebody who is, is who wants to be with like the future me, like my vision of myself in the future. Right. So I just, 
you know, I've dated a lot, um, you know, and, and, but never really took it that seriously because deep down, I didn't think that I was ready to actually be with somebody. So, okay, so rewind. Um, I, I've had this conversation yeah. with someone on the show before. If you meet someone that you really like, you're not going to date them because you feel like you're not ready. J- just say yes or no. Uh, yes, I-, I guess. So here's, here's my other question for you. A lot of guys say that I'm not where I want to be, so I'm not going to date. What does it mean to be where you want to be? Like, what does that look like? I mean, do you want to know specifics? I, I think it has. Yeah, I, I want the specifics. To, yeah, I, I think really like what my lifestyle will be, like where I'm at in my career. Like, because when I meet somebody, I want to be able to provide a certain life for them and, and for our family and, you know, be able to have kids and, and support them the right way. Like I, this really, I think, boils down just, to be a bit vulnerable with you, like, you know, I had a very, very modest upbringing, like mm-hmm. didn't have much money growing up at all. Um, and right. so it kind of, I think that's where it, where it comes from for me. It's like, I don't want to, you be want to be financially comfortable. You want to be financially yeah. like at ease. Right. Right. But wouldn't um, you want to be with someone who doesn't care about the financial aspect and that who would be down to just build with you and maybe like be a support system for you to reach those goals. Absolutely. Look, I, I know that I'm not thinking like a hundred percent correctly on this and that would be great. Yeah. And I think that I just haven't met the person that I feel comfortable enough or confident in enough that really wants to build at the same pace and wants the same things eventually in the future. But I mean, hell yeah. Like you're, you're spot on. That's, that'd be the dream. Right. So you feel like there's a very shallow aspect of dating where it's like people have a a set idea of who they want to be with. And you feel like in a way you don't match those standards and you want to be able to do that to be able to date more high value people. Is that what you mean? Yes. Um, Which sucks by the way, which basically, no. and, And I love that you're giving me the honest answer because a lot of girls want to understand. And this is one of the issues. Like girls are like, I want a guy to really like me for who I am. But then these girls are not willing to like a guy for who he is. They want comfort. They want security. And that's not a good foundation for a relationship. You never know. I mean, I was asked the question before. It's like, do you, like, what's your type? What's, what do you want in, in a girl? And so it's like, I don't want someone who just wants to be like a stay at home mom or something like, I need to be with somebody who's motivated. And I think too, it's important to, re- to recognize that while we do put guys into different buckets as far as, you know, who they are, who they fit in with, oh, it's a finance guy. Oh, it's like a guy who does this or whatever. Every guy is different. Um, or yeah. at least I see myself as being different and what I need is different. And so, and again, it just goes back to like how I grew up. I would love to find somebody who had a similar upbringing to me and right. is that the same and then is it in the same place as me right now and has the same vision and mindset. Or maybe same too. values, so, same values. That's, yeah, yeah, of course. Right. That's your, and so you mm-hmm. feel like you haven't found that in New York? No, I haven't found that yet. What would you say um, women are like in the dating scene in New York? What is something that really bugs you about these women that you've dated that you may be thinking? And I'm not trying to make you bitch about women in New York, but... We want to know, like, what is something that bugs you about females in the dating world in New York that has made you feel, I can't be with someone right now? Yeah, I mean, I've met a lot of amazing women uh, in New York. And there, I mean, there's some incredible, incredible women here. Um, I think maybe 
something is a lot of girls just want to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it really just goes back to what I was just saying. Like there yeah. are a ton of girls who live here that just want to meet a guy who's making a shitload of money and right. be swept off their feet. I mean, so many times I hear girls talk about like, you know, if, if I'll be here another year or two and if I don't meet my billionaire, I'm going to move back to Florida or I'm going to move back to Colorado, whatever, wherever oh they're from. Oh my gosh, what a and, life plan. And just, Clap, you know, clap. it's like, that is actually, that's the mindset of some of these girls. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I get it because those guys are here, but mm-hmm. usually those guys are pretty shitty and they're exactly. not going to, they're going to be 40 and then get with like a 21 year old. And that's, that's kind of be the trajectory of their life. But yeah, you know, it, you never know. And I don't want that at all uh, for myself. And um, so, so we're talking about yeah. money and like financial things here, which is like, obviously is, is, you know, I know it sounds like a shallow conversation, but I truly like, I agree with you. I think it's actually an issue in the dating world nowadays. I want to get a bit more specific about this. So when you go on a date with a girl and she doesn't offer to pay, do you then judge them based off of that? Like, do you expect a girl to offer? Like, how does it work for you when you go on a date with a woman for the first time? Well, I grew up in North Carolina. So I think that just kind of it's, I feel, I feel awkward if I don't pay, like I would rather pay on the first date. Um, if I'm the one that asks them out, I think that it's just like a thing you do as a gentleman and as like a guy where I grew up. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really, I would rather, I have friends that are like, oh yeah, who are girls are like, yeah, like I, we split it on the first time. Like I don't make guys pay for, I'm like, wow. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. I just don't know if I could do that. Um, Right. But if they don't offer, if they don't offer, do you think, oh, she should have just offered or do you just don't even think about it? No, I I also like to treat people too. You know, I think it, it makes me feel good to show somebody a good time and like take them out and um, like have a fun night. And then it brings some satisfaction to me for that too so I, I actually no i don't really look at it like that it doesn't really annoy me if they don't try to pay at first um but what i do like is maybe after i take them out the first time if they try to set up a second date or something else in the future or um yeah like something fun or like get tickets to a show and and <laughs> um or something like that so so it's kind of back and forth or Right. Not, not like evening things out, but just like they're putting in an effort too and like putting more than just their time um, right. into it. So that's a good way of looking at it. I like that. <sighs> I'm really sorry. You seem like a very, very, very lovely guy who is, has very, very good manners. And to be honest with you, I'm actually brought up in like a very like traditional family. When my dad listens to this podcast, he wants to shoot himself. But oh my gosh, it's, you're in LA, right? Yeah, I'm in LA. <laughs> I have to go there. That's what my audience is here for. Do you sleep with girls on the first date? I don't condone that. I don't think it's a good idea. I think that... Um, so you've never done it? I, like, I have. Um, <laughs> but it's not... Yeah, but, but look, I mean, you know, things happen. And when you have a connection with somebody, then, you know, um, yeah, things happen. And as long as both people are having a nice time and are both, like, comfortable and excited with each other, then... And, um, you know, maybe that's okay, but why don't but on you that too, it? it's like, I would never, I just think it's, you know, sex is a very intimate thing. It's personal. It's, um, I don't think it's something that should just be given out, uh, whimsically or whatever. I just, I think, um, I think it's valuable. And I think that 
it means much more. But I think do you people really use believe it. that? Or do you sometimes go out with your friends and you're like, I want to hook up with some chick? Like, be real. Well, yes. Yeah, I do. But, I mean, it's just like, depends on kind of like... Um, so there's a difference between pick up some girl at a club and taking a girl out. Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that I do that, but I'm saying that, yeah, when I go out with my guy friends, it's like, oh, let's go like pick up girls, you know? And um, it's kind of the fun of going out with your with your boys, you know? Right. Um, it's just like meet girls and maybe somebody gets lucky. But, you know, when it boils down to it, you know, if you're going on a date with somebody or you just meet somebody or um, you take them out, it's like, I don't suggest like sleeping with someone on the first date. It kind of would you judge if a girl. So if you're going out on a first date with a girl and you guys end up sleeping together, do you think it like change changes your perspective on the person and the potential relationship? Or do you just see it as we just had a connection and that's that. And maybe I could take this further. I think every situation is different. And I definitely respect when a girl is like, you know, doesn't, I mean, yeah, wants to like wait or mm-hmm. isn't like all about because, you know, I think after if you do hook up on the first date, maybe I think guys don't take girls as serious after that. They kind of put you put them in like to, in a bucket where they don't know, if you know, is this girl doing this with every guy? And like, how special should that make me feel? You know, it's like this someone that I really want to be with. Um, I don't right. know. You know, I feel like a lot of guys, they don't want to be with girls who sleep around a lot. It's kind of um, a double standard because guys will sleep around a lot, but then they don't want to actually be in a relationship with the girl who sleeps around a lot. And I know that's not, it doesn't make sense, but that's just kind of. It's just the human nature. And it's like, yeah, it's just the way we were built. You know, men were created to hunt. They're the hunter. And females are different. I mean, you can't fight nature all that much. There's only so much fighting you can do. Sure. When, like we're still gonna have a vagina we're still gonna carry a baby in our tummy like that's right yeah <laughs> no, but it's true like with regards to dating what is something that is like a legit pet peeve for you you go on a date with a girl she does something that really annoys the fuck out of you i have a feeling that on the netflix show you weren't so down for that girl eating with her mouth open even though you thought it was funny i thought that was hilarious and that's really good tv i think that i'm so happy that she did that and she's she's, getting, she's great yeah, she's getting torn apart for it, and like, but she's I think, so funny. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really happy that that happened. I think everybody, even though it's very cringy, people love that part of the episode, and it really, it really like added some spice to it. So, um, as it's far just to as- show that like showing your quirks on a date, even if they're not the most attractive, dainty quirks, actually makes for a better date. So it's nice to be able to see that on TV. Most people have quirks, and so that's like that's part of the show. So let people see what it's like to meet these different sorts of people that have these quirks and are all a little bit different in some way. But so what's your pet peeve? I was just talking to a friend about this. I actually, one pet peeve of mine is when we're out at a restaurant or a bar and the girl's rude to the waiter. Um, like how has that happened before? Like how, what, what would you say? Well, just, or just like dismissive, like they come by and they like do something and she just like doesn't acknowledge at all. I know if like you're in a conversation with somebody, it's different. Like when you're, you know, the table, but, um, just like, doesn't look at the waiter when she's ordering or maybe I'm different that way. But whenever a server comes up to me, I'm like, Oh, like, hi, how are you? Or like, try to interact a little bit or be friendly. I think it's the same thing when like you're in a Uber. Um, yeah. 
just to like say hello to the person and acknowledge them as a person rather than just treating them as as someone who's serving you. Um, So I think that, you know, a pet peeve is when. They're just no manners, lack of manners. Yeah. Yeah. And and not like and not like the the eating manners, but just like as like as a human. No, of course. <laughs> I think um, yeah, as a human. Do you judge girls based on the outfit? Would you judge if she's wearing what well, we've seen in the episode? There's a girl that came in a very short dress, very sexy. Like, do you judge this? Do you like it when a girl kind of shows a little bit more personality in their outfits and it's a bit more out there, or would you just rather the girl be conservative, as in? Well, I think that I like a little bit of a mystery. So if a girl is to dress more conservatively, but I know that you know underneath that there you know she is very attractive or sexy then that's something that is appealing to me i betty when she came in with like the really short dress and it was very revealing yeah i guess i do kind of her like right away i was like oh, okay like I, I kind of already can tell what she might be like it's hard not to judge about the show before we wrap this up what happened with this girl? Like, did you guys end up dating? Like, how did this end? Like, I want to know what happened. So with Victoria, I, I'm serious. Like, I, I felt like I really did have a strong connection with her. Mm-hmm. And it felt surreal. On So on that first episode, you know, um, it was the first date that we filmed. And so right away, I was like, oh, my gosh, like the first girl I actually really like. I'm, I had this connection with. Right. And we had such a nice time on the date. They didn't show a lot of our date, which I wish they would have. Um, even at one point when we were in the lift on the way to get drinks afterwards, we FaceTime her parents when they're asleep. It's like 2 a.m. and they're in bed and like FaceTiming them. And it's it's actually a really funny part um, that they didn't include. But we had we had actually had a lot of chemistry um, and I had a nice time. I, I thought that, you know, that's why I picked Victoria. And what um, happened after? Like, did and, you know? Yeah, so we went on a second date um and it was kind of just to catch up and talk about the show because she didn't really know much else about it mm-hmm. um and she, you know she wanted to hear about the other dates and and how everything was so uh we just kind of talked about that but to be honest you know i i think i saw her one more time after that and then maybe like the next day after i saw her for the last time i sent her a really long text about like I was at a wedding and something funny happened. I, I texted her about it and then she didn't respond. And Ooh. so she ghosted you. Well, um, I mean, like kind of like I didn't respond, but I didn't like chase after it either. And I think the reason was that being on the show, it just it felt like such an experience. And I felt like once it ended, it was kind of like in its own box. And um so it was exciting because it was on the show, but you're saying that outside of the show, it it wasn't as exciting. It it felt like once we got back into real life, it just wasn't. Um, yeah, like the show was just an experience, and then it wasn't actually something where we were looking to like actually be together. She um, really is a muscle, long. I guess. <laughs> Maybe so, but not too long after that, I think she well she got back with one of her ex boyfriends. Um, right. and they're supposedly still dating right now. So, um, were you a bit butt hurt or were you just like, whatever, like this was fun. Yeah, I definitely thought it was, uh, just fun. Um, I don't remember being butt hurt about it. Like even like, we filmed this like eight months ago, by the way. Um, right, right. so, but I did see her a few weeks ago. We did like uh, a meetup 
with all the cast mm-hmm. and she was there and we had another fun a fun night like taking shots and you know catching up and stuff and I right. kind of felt that spark come back a little bit I was like oh wow like is this was that feeling that I had when we were filming like real is that that sort of thing but then I guess as the night progressed I was like no I don't I don't think so I think it was just the excitement of having the show come out and like seeing her again after you know, so it really goes to show years. that specific situations can make a connection seem like greater than it is it depends on the situation i'd agree with that i mean i think that you know what if you know if you go to a concert or, or something where you're having a lot of fun and you meet somebody i'm sure this has happened to you before like if you go to a festival or or something that you're having so much fun at and there's also someone there that's having the same amount of fun you get caught up with this experience you know, it kind yeah. of like- oh my gosh, I have a plot twist for you. I can completely relate. I had this situation where I was gone for three weeks and I had like been on a date before I left. And literally for the three weeks that I was gone, I had three weeks of talking to someone and really connected with them on a very deep level. And, and then I get back and this person is literally the ultimate Debbie Downer. Not at all the person that I was talking to on the phone. Not at all fun. Not at all remotely interested in anything I'm doing. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like this was only exciting because I was gone. And it was like the mystery behind me being gone on the other side of the world for three weeks. Do you think he was just nervous? to like see you in person after that long? I'm very cynical about dating and guys in general because I think you're all stupid. Sorry, no offense. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of us are. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to deny that. I literally think that you guys don't think, which is so rude, but I'll, I'll keep it real with you. Obviously, when you end things with someone, it's not nice and your ego is a little like, yeah, like that didn't work out. That sucks. But like, I didn't really think about it more than that because I was just like this person sucks but I'd love to know your your opinion about it just because it's interesting to me to understand how men work just from what you told me I feel like maybe I don't think it's really that you know you couldn't he couldn't have you when you were gone but maybe he just got nervous because the anticipation was building up so much and then you got back and he was like oh shit I don't know how to act in real life. And then maybe he like choked up or something, but... You know what? Um, that, that's a, a very nice way of boosting my ego. But I think it was more like, to be honest, he communicated that with me. There was a chase when I was gone and there was no longer a chase when I was ooh. in the same city. A lot of guys say, I don't like playing games. And by the way, I'm a very independent, don't like texting, don't like someone in my face all the time. I honestly think that men have been put into this world to hunt. And if you don't give them a chase, they just get bored. And then I guess too, it's like if you're giving them a chase and they're hunting and you're running so quickly, but then there's this other, there's this other deer or something that that is just like in the pasture then then they'll then you're fucked on that yeah. one right yeah. exactly so what's the solution to dating 2k19 don't date yeah things are changing a lot it's it's a pretty difficult time to date i yeah. think that right now everyone's really trying i mean that's why there's so many podcasts about dating right now i think and people yeah. talking about it's because it's such a new landscape and i don't know if anyone really knows what exactly to do but we're all trying to figure it out and well hopefully it boils down to finding someone with similar values and mm-hmm making sure that you're intentional about about things and you know what you want, um, that you're not uh, so like dead set on your ways, but like open to open to new things, but just we're in a transitional period and it's just hard to know what to do. It's just a transitional period. But I mean, I don't think that we're 
like completely fucked. I think that there is one person or multiple people out there for, for someone. And I think you have to have hope too. And one thing that I hate that I'm saying this, but I've been looking into more and trying to practice a little bit. And I hate this word, but like to manifest things and to really oh, just how like, very LA of you. If, so LA. Oh gosh, I hate it. But I'm you know sorry, what? But... I say I hate it, but then I write things in my diary, in my planner. So like that's manifesting. So it works for other things. It works yeah. for me in, in business and, and other things that I want. And um, I don't see why it can't work for, for finding somebody. So, you know, if you're intentional about it, if you know what you want, you're not like, you know, just um, just going out there and doing your own hunting too much, then um, I think maybe patience like pays off. I was having this conversation with this um, with uh, Lindsay Hubbard from a, a Bravo TV show. And I've just turned 30 and she was like, do you feel the pressure? And I'm like, no. If I don't meet someone and don't end up having children, so be it. I'm not going to go and force something upon someone and myself and then end up in a divorce with a fucked up kid. First of all, we should think twice before bringing a child into this world because it's a fucked up world. I'm not going to do that unless it's not an ideal situation for a kid to be brought into this world. So yeah, I'm very cynical about the whole thing. I just have so many friends that, you know, cry to me and come to me and like, it's just... And it, and it affects my relationships with my friends. So I just thought it'd be really good. And I cover a lot of reality TV. I thought it'd be really good to have you on the show to talk about these issues that I hear about all the time. Thank you for having me. And thanks for sharing your side of it too. It's interesting yes. to hear. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Can you please plug your Instagram, let everyone know where they can find you and also where they can DM you if they're looking for a date, I guess, or not. I don't know. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, you, you can... Out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Like follow me uh, at Luke Hawksworth on Instagram. Um, send me a DM. Um, hopefully I can respond. Thanks, Diana. Thanks.